1: Hey, welcome back to the Colb Strong Power Podcast. It is a Tuesday episode. We've deemed it, we've coined it, uh, benching and bullshitting. I'm very pleased with that. We're just gonna keep that going because I, I think that's fun. <laughs> what what we're gonna do today, um, it is uh, Monday night. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, what's going on, what the last week has been. We had a meet this weekend. And then I'm actually gonna do, uh, going live on Instagram here a little bit Start that in a minute, and then uh, as the questions arise, as the topics arise, that's going to be my topic of conversation.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like a just a little bit different. It's no benching and bullshitting, but we're also live. So if anyone who's listening to this was on the Instagram live that we're about to do, it's like a double whammy.
1: A little bit of a so, dual it's thing. Cool.
0: We're just trying, just see so how
1: it goes. I like going live. I like talking to people. Um and put information out there and answering questions. So yeah. but yeah, last week was cool, uh just a typical week. Um I had a bench workout on Wednesday, I went in for a back workout on Thursday. And then we headed off to York yeah. on Friday. York, uh Pennsylvania, competing at the Barbell Hall of Fame, which is one of my favorite venues to compete at. I always have a blast. Yeah,
0: it's always so fun. And it's such a cool venue. Like, the auditorium and the stage is really cool, and then the warm-up area is huge.
1: Yep, and uh, depending on the time of the year, even though it's technically kind of winter time or fall, I guess, late fall, it was still kind of hot back there. We had to bring a fan. Uh, We had the doors propped open to get some breeze coming in there with all those bodies back there. It
0: was nice outside, though. Like, normally it's freezing when we're at York, but... It was very nice this weekend. Yeah,
1: it was very cool. We uh, got to lift with Tiny Meeker. He came up from Texas. So we'll talk about that here in a second. But uh, I had our friends Amber and my buddy uh, Paul uh, compete this weekend. So they competed on Saturday, and then the fat-ass day was on Sunday, which is where I was competing Paul came in and got a 40-pound PR from his meet that he did a week ago, which was north of the border. So he benched a 325, so good on Paul. He's doing a lot of good things. And then Amber, our stud, Amber, she benched the heaviest weight ever benched by a female in history at 615 pounds. She pulled a me, and it took her all three tries to finally get it, but she nailed it on her third, and when you're remembered for a big lift, nobody really gives a shit if you did it on your opener or your second attempt or third. But she got it.
0: Or if you failed it ten times before or
1: whatever. All that matters is she got it. And we are we are just hopping up and down. Just so proud. It was so well-deserved.
0: Yeah, if you guys follow either one of us, I'm sure you've seen the videos and the love for Amber this weekend. And if you haven't checked out her posts and her thoughts on it... Um, definitely check that out. She, man, if you want to talk about integrity in the sport, if you looked that up in the dictionary, Amber Hansen's face would be right next to that definition.
1: Yeah. She wants her lifts to be completed as, as close to picture perfect as possible. And I can really appreciate somebody's, uh, perfectionism, especially in a sport. Like she says, A side of the sport, uh, anyway, that has integrity issues, which is equipped lifting. Mm -hmm. She wants it to be done perfectly. It wasn't a pretty looking lift, but it was still passed and it was reviewed and it was legitimized. And uh, she'll come back next time with a lot more weight and she'll bench a hell of a lot more and uh, and a more.
0: Well, and we figured it out. Like there were so many things we were doing not wrong, but just different than we do in training. And once we figured out, you know, get rid of the belt, get rid of the boards under the feet, then it really flew up. If we would have known that on the first one, oh, who yeah. knows what she could have blown away We We moment. were
1: planning on her benching up to 650, if not more, yeah. the way the weights are moving in the gym. But, uh, and she will. She will. It's not a matter of if, it's just when, and I think that's going to happen pretty soon. So congrats to Amber, heaviest bench in history. Good God. That is a title, and I I know the feeling, and I'm very, very proud of her. We're both proud of her. So that was Saturday. Then we all went out to eat. We had a hotel room right next to the Texas Roadhouse in York, so I was uh, very, very happy about that. I could look out our window and just see the beautiful building that is the Texas Roadhouse. So we went out to eat, and then I got got up that next morning. It was my turn to compete. I didn't have a good day. Uh, It's just... One of the things that uh, anybody that competes knows that shit happens, and I've had five meets in a row with complete success. and uh, I guess I was kind of due for a shitty one. I was <laughs> so uh, I competed single ply in the exact same single ply shirt that I've used the last uh, four competitions. Now this is five. And I was really tempting fate, you know trying to go six meets in a row. Uh, then five in a row with the exact same single ply shirt. Uh, that was pretty um, well not not too bullheaded, but I, I did. I was still hanging on to uh, the idea that I was trying to, ex- you know, push my single ply number higher and higher, which is still going to happen.
0: Yeah, but no one is even close to touching your single ply record. Yeah, and um, that shirt, the tenacity is gone. It's it's well it's it's, it's thoroughly used. It's
1: very worn, it's very used. And the thing is, is uh when I brought it down so I did attempts, I did a thousand seventy, eleven forty, eleven fifty were my attempts. And I'm telling you what, on the eleven forty, eleven fifty, ten seventy was nowhere near coming no, anywhere near. Not
0: touch.
1: I was three hundred and fifteen pounds at this meet. Yeah. Uh I kinda that was not a bad idea, but it turned out to be the reason why I had did not have a success.
0: There was too much man in that Too shirt. much
1: coal behind the shirt. But basically yeah. what happened, I've never had this happen before where I had no shit. I, I stretched that single layer as far as it physically could. It would not stretch any damn further. It was done. Yeah,
0: I don't even think going heavier would have done it. I don't know. I really Because, I mean, it wasn't. You didn't torque the sleeves. You didn't
1: pull it down. No, that that was the incredible part. We did nothing to the shirt. We didn't torque the sleeves. I didn't pull the neck down. Yeah. We just left it completely. I took it off between attempts so I could rest and get my breathing. skin to calm yeah. down. I was. They offered me some oxygen, so I went ahead and took that because I'm, I, if it's available, I'm going to use it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> so there's I there's no
0: logical reason why that shirt shouldn't have touched, except it there was just too much you in it.
1: So that's what happened. So bombed out because literally nothing in a single layer poly shirt, eleven fifty would not touch. That shirt is incredible. That's gonna be get framed and hung up. Hopefully, maybe in my future gym that I own as in a as a true adult someday. So that's the the wrap up of the meet. Um, I, I wanted to extend a hand to Tiny Meeker and uh, just uh, congratulate him on his comeback at benching eleven twenty five. Uh, he was competing in the, well, any lift done in the IPA is actually considered unlimited unless you specify otherwise, but he was in fact, uh, in an unlimited shirt, uh, multiply, uh, yep. One of Pharrell's F8s and Pharrell was there. I got to talk to Rob a little bit and he got, got to talk to Amber and, uh, it was really cool. I love Rob to death. He's a quite a businessman. So I was very happy to do that. Any chance to talk to Rob is, is a, is a, is a good chance, good opportunity to take.
0: And I think any meat that has Rob Ferrell at it is a good meat and a lucky meat. Yeah. Because that man jumps from person to person to person, helping them with handoffs, with setting shirts, with spotting and loading warm-ups. He was with, I just, I mean, every time I turned around, he was helping a different person. Like, he just, man, what a guy.
1: Yeah. Very, very cool. I was very pleased uh to see him again uh, Fred Fisher was there, obviously the president of the IPA. Uh it was, it was a very fun weekend and I've I'm not as bummed as you would think about bombing out. I haven't bombed out since oh the end of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. I did a successful meet. Yeah,
0: these last two years have been really good for you.
1: Yeah, since March of twenty twenty on, I've had nothing but success. So, like I said before, I was really tempting fate trying to go six meets in a row um, with 100% success, um, which for me, 100% success is getting a lift in, not necessarily going three for three or two for three, as long as you walk away with one good lift, and hopefully that's a PR lift. Um, me being a bench-only guy, super yeah, duper. I mean,
0: you open with PRs now, so there's really no excuse for you not to get a PR unless you bomb out.
1: Well, you know. So anyway, so we're, we're switching gears now, um, after this meet and, uh, you know, it's a, fa- it's, I, I don't like using the word failure. I like using the word miss. Nothing's a failure. You learn, I, I'm still learning. You know, I learned just how, how, how uh, much more potential, um, that, that shirt really has. I'm not gonna, I, I've retired that shirt. That shirt is retired. Yeah,
0: but that type of shirt, that but type of shirt. That- Getting another single pie katana. I mean,
1: the way I, I... I weighed 297 at my heaviest in that shirt before when I used it successfully. Um, I weighed 297 both when I benched 1,060 and the uh, 1120. Mm-hmm. I benched 1,080 at 293. So, yeah, so going up to 315... That
0: was a big jump.
1: It was a big jump, and uh, I was thinking, oh, well, the shirt's a year old. It's got a year of use, plus four competitions in it. It should be fine, when in fact, no, no, it was not fine. So we're switching gears. Um, I'm announcing, I told Rob in person um, that come February of next year, I will be debuting uh, his equipment now that... Anderson Powerlifting is the sole uh, distributor for Rob Farrell's shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, being an Anderson product now, I've been working closely with Rob, uh, making some good shirts and uh, trying to make them work. So I'm going to learn them and I'm going to debut his equipment. Like I said, that's going to be at the end of February uh, this coming year. Yeah. So,
0: Pretty exciting.
1: Yes. And if anybody has questions, please go ahead and answer. Or ask. <laughs> if you have answers, please question them. Yes, right? Exactly. Sure.
0: <laughs> so sure please, bite.
1: please ask away. I'm here to answer some questions. And uh, you guys are also being part of my new podcast. Yeah,
0: show them your eye.
1: Your eye's all Oh, yeah, I, my eye got fucked. Uh, look at that. Ooh. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Busted my eye for absolutely no reason. Got no lifting and this your weekend.
0: your were super weird. I mean, you showed them on your Instagram stories yesterday. But your... You, your triceps didn't get all ripped up. But no, your, like the side of your pec by your armpits.
1: Yep. Did so. I showed you guys my shirt bites on my stories. I think they're still there right now. My triceps during the meat hurt a lot, but they had to have almost no marks on them, like o- almost at all. Yeah. My chest got eaten alive. Um, the thing that hurts the most is my my palms, just my skin right here. Uh, the bone structure is fine. I'm, I'm very, very accustomed to that weight and heavier. It's just uh, the skin. So so what we got here? Um, you mentioning in the F8? Great, yeah. Uh, I've got a couple of them. Rob's working on one right now. I actually stopped Rob at the meet and uh, asked him, hey, I've got one of your shirts in my car. Can you take it with you and uh, work on it for me? Because I think uh, one of the things we see that me and Amber and Katie have been talking about is we don't like how when you see guys using them there's a big gap between the, the shirt and the bicep right here and you can actually see my some of my battle wounds right there that's awesome uh, we don't like that I, I like the polys and how they completely encase the arm 360 so he's actually gonna take the sh- yeah he's gonna take my one f8 that he made me he's gonna actually uh, tighten the sleeves on it so that's going to be cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Does that mean you are jumping in the rubber shirt? I am. I'm going to try to fully commit to it. I need a change. You know. Yeah, um,
0: you're going on a little over two years, almost three years in single ply. Nope, one year. With a little, well, I mean, like you were working in it. You did single ply, then you went to multi ply for a minute, mm-hmm. realized you didn't like it. Nope. We struggled and struggled and struggled for probably what six months. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, single ply it is again.
1: Yep. So, yeah, um, I'm going to be, yeah, I need a change. I mean, the 1120, I think, is safe for a while, and I can always come back to it. Yeah. And I plan to come back to it. I got more numbers to do in the single-ply realm, but we're going to change it up. Yes, I'm going to be using Pharrell Customs uh, for the next three months and committing to it and learning it and being consistent. That's the trick, Mm -hmm. is being consistent. Does Anderson make an F8 single-ply? Well, they carry the F8 single-ply, yes. Anderson has... The single, double, and triple. Yeah, single, double, triple. The the single and double are all black, and then the triple has the the red and black stripes, what they call the bloodline. Some people call it the bloodline. You touched with that shirt in training. Uh, If you're referring to the single ply, um, I've touched... I don't touch full range with it. The last time I did touch full range was probably two or three months ago, and I was... I hit a double with 1,060. Yeah. But I was at a lighter body weight. Um,
0: and then in the F8, you definitely touch in training. Yeah. you kind of have to. The
1: F8's easy to touch with or in comparison to a single ply poly. Yeah. They are easy to touch in, yes. They are much easier. It's just the, uh, the setup is probably the, the worst part that I've experienced with these, uh, the F8 Customs. Um, you feel like absolute shit. During the setup, to get your hands out, everything feels like garbage. Until you get the hand off, when they finally say release and the weight is yours and you start to come down, now you feel like a Superman. Um, they are very, very fun. I will say that. They are very, very fun to bench with. So I am going to fully commit to it and I'm going to learn it. And like I said, uh, debut it in February. Do
0: you think you learned anything watching because um, I think you and Paul were the only ones in Pauly this weekend.
1: I'm pretty sure that, yeah, of all the people competing, me and Paul, I think there was one more. There was one guy in a denim. He was a really old guy. He was in a denim. I,
0: everyone else was wearing that, Rob Farrell.
1: They're, they're popular. I mean, they work. They can work. They work great. The key for me is just that consistency aspect. Mm-hmm. And the consistency, But what I mean is, you know, when I take my, sing- when I put my katana on, it just works every freaking time. When I put the Pharrell on, one set, it's amazing. And then the very next set, it just turns off and doesn't work. But Rob told me that it has to do with, you know, exactly how you have it on. Like, do it by feel. And three weeks ago, when I was working with Amber um, at the gym, I, I was I, she actually inspired me. Because she puts her Pharrell on. She has a two-ply, which is what she benched the 615 with. Amazing. She didn't have a three-ply or a four-ply. She benched 615 in a double Pharrell F8. Um, she puts it on by herself. Sans putting the Velcro on. She can't do that part alone. But she puts the arms on, the chest up, all by herself every single time. And every single time, she can use it and do it well and successfully. I'm like, hmm, I should be able to do that too. So she inspired me to get back in it and learn it. Um, If everybody else is doing that shit, I guess I should too.
0: Well, and I think I noticed, so every single person at that meet got a good touch. They brought it down quick, they touched easy, and it was like whatever power came off of their touch is what happened. So if they threw it up straight and back, cool, but if they threw it too much at an angle, it just came right on their face, or it would fly up and they would like catch it but
1: then not be able to lock it out. Okay. It's a fine balance. Um, we'll see. We'll. See. I don't know. It's it's just I see them all over the place. I was watching the live stream for Mendy's competition. Oh yeah, there's a lot there. Too. Out in California and I think the I saw two pollies. One guy was in a LLC, uh, LCC low cut collar katana and then Cody Plum was in a super duper phenom. Everybody else was in Pharrell's. So I'm very very inspired to Make them work. Um, if they're gonna be around forever, seemingly, that's um, just part of the sport. Whatever, and like Amber says, you know, gear is gear, and if everybody's using it, um, let's 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 do it. it. Yep. Reggie's on here. Hi, Reggie. Um,
0: Happy late birthday. His yeah. birthday was on the twentieth. That's what yeah. I texted. I texted him. Oh, did you? Yeah, I
1: did. Okay. So um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a cool change. Uh, again, look for me in February. As far as uh, debuting, are the single and double F eight open back, or do you need help getting them on? So they are both open back. They have one well, it's it's one Velcro closure on the very bottom. Yeah. If you are by yourself, I guess what you should what you could do is put the thing on backwards, Velcro it, and then turn it back What's around like because then you can just slip it right on yourself. I
0: didn't even think about that, yeah. It, I mean, you can literally just slip it on. The arms. Like. Or
1: if you wanted to, like, Velcro it and then, like, step into it almost like a skirt and then pull it up your body. Yeah. You could probably do that. They're not that hard. It's just better to have somebody uh, help you do it. because you
0: should always have somebody with you. Like, if you're in one of those shirts, please have a spotter and a handoff person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as numbers go, not really sure. Um, I am planning on... My, my plan is to open... With the heaviest weight that I failed this weekend, so again I opened at a thousand seventy. It was about an inch from touching. Uh, jumped to eleven forty, and it was about mm-hmm. a quarter inch or less from touching. And I took eleven fifty, and it was.
0: It was so close. Paper but, thin. I don't even know if a piece of paper would have slid in there comfortably. But it
1: was... I mean, it was right there. I don't know. But, you know, it's just the it way... It was comically Comically close. close. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Anyway, so there we go. So that's that's February. But what we got here... Our IPA rule is different because I'd swear I saw Amber's bench bar go down in the upward movement and then continue to lock out. Or am I blind as fuck? Because I watched it like 15 times. Not to disrespect her bench or weight, but I've never seen this in a shirt happen before and get white-lighted. So... What actually happened was uh, she did not actually move the bar down. What happened was the bar stopped and then the bar drifted back towards her face and then she locked out from there. So what you perceive as downward motion was actually the bar moving horizontally backwards towards her face.
0: And if you read Amber's post, Amber actually addressed that herself. Um, She did a very, very good post about it. Um, please follow her. Please read that post. Please check it out. Um, we actually had the IPA uh, Federation president, a national judge, and a state chairman looked at two different angles and said that it was backward motion, yep. and they verified they were verif- lift.
1: Yep, they verified it. They looked at it. They reviewed it as a board. They, they were looking at the shadows. They were watching her elbows from two different angles, yep. and they both said... This is a good lift. It is not downward motion. It was, in fact, horizontal motion towards the face. Yeah. And then she locked it out. I even was sitting right behind her after her handoff with Fred Fisher watching it. And after she threw it up and kind of caught it, I guess, kind of like this is what happened. So she stopped and it went back towards her face. And then she had to lock out from there. And I looked at that. I was like, ooh, that's going to be a hard lockout. It was. Yeah. It wasn't her cleanest press she's ever done, but it was the heaviest weight ever pressed in history, regardless of gear, age, weight class, doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, and again, check out her post, because she addresses that. She shares her thoughts on it. Um, it's a very good post. It's a She's got a lot of integrity.
1: Jenna's on here. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Jenna. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's see. Just dumped 405 on my face, surprisingly not a scratch. Well, I mean, yeah, I would hope that you, were, you didn't get hurt, that's, that's, that's scary shit. I've actually dropped 405 from full lockout directly onto my ribs, and I fractured both of my ribs, uh, the ribs that are not in line with uh, the xiphoid process, but right below them. Oh, we love yous, twos, Jenna. <laughs> she said, hi, love yous. <laughs> love yous, too. Let's Alfie see. Says hi. Walter's birthday was not too long ago, so hello and happy birthday from Walter as well. Yeah, um, I dumped five eighty-five on my face when I was eighteen um, at a meet, and lost uh, nine hundred on
0: your skull.
1: Yeah, and I've I've not walked away with scratches or bruises. Now the four hundred five on my chest fucked me up bad.
0: Yeah, that was a hard. Recovery. That was
1: like six months of not being able to sneeze. Actually, my body kept me from sneezing like I I physically I sneezed once and I thought I was going to fucking die so from that point forward for about 6 months my body would keep itself from sneezing yeah and you wouldn't cough nope it was bad I couldn't get out of bed by myself no oh, couldn't roll over nope couldn't I, couldn't, I couldn't I couldn't get my own shower nope it was it was bad it was I was still in the marine corps at the time and of course they they didn't think much of it they thought I was being a, a pussy yeah, so so fuck them but <laughs> uh anyhow yeah, uh that's also why I said no disrespect to the bench or weight, but I was just curious. Yeah, uh, to go check out the post. Uh, it's, she goes she goes really in depth about it. It's a very long post, but it's worth reading for sure. Uh, Reggie said he lifted with Rayanne yesterday. Oh cool. Oh, I'll be damned. Oh, I guess you're in the same area or she's in Pennsylvania. Must not been too must not been too far of a oh, drive for I you. I
0: didn't realize
1: they were in Pennsylvania. Yep. So uh that's Yeah. Cool. And yeah, Polly, let's get you to six hundred. That's I think that's not too far away. Um, my first six hundred pound bench was when I was eighteen. I was in a Karen Klein double denim. I was at the uh, oh, no 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 no. I back up my five, I did five eighty five. That's at eighteen. I did six hundred in a single ply Ray Jacks. Back when I used to compete in the uh, <clears throat> the NASA Federation. Yes, that's a that's a true thing. The Natural. Still
0: going.
1: I, I don't know. I think it is the Natural Athlete Strength Association, (laughs) the NASA Federation. Oh boy, and Rich Peters was a dickhead if I I ever met one.
0: Still
1: lift there, right? Yeah. Athlete. Yeah, I could. I. It's just I have no reason to. mean, come down to that type of competition, unless there's a, a record I was, gonna be. I think they lift with ER racks. Oh, that's not fun. So no, if you've had, I don't do ER, I don't do combo racks, everybody. Uh, no, never. I will never lift on a combo rack as long as I live. You can take that to the bank. Uh, so, hmm? no, there is no well. That's a fact.
0: I'm just saying. Like, that
1: is a fact. Okay. Uh, again, guys, um, I'm here to answer questions. We're, this is my benching and bullshitting uh, podcast episode. So all of you, all the questions that you have... Here in the comments are going to be on the episode that's going to go live tomorrow. So please ask away. Um, I'm here to answer questions. This is benching and bullshitting. I'm not sure what episode that is, like number-wise. But this episode is being recorded. Will go live tomorrow. So please, I'm here for you guys. Do
0: you want
1: to tell them about the invitation you got today? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Reggie, ER racks are the devil. here. Yeah, that's, that's a fact, man. Uh, real quick, uh, before I do... Uh, Move on and answer these questions that are now popping in. Thank you guys very much. I got my official uh, WPO Bench Bash for Cash invitation earlier today from Wayne. Yeah, you
0: did, and you accepted. I
1: accepted it. I'm actually going to call him and said accept by responding to this. I don't like to just leave it to the internet. I am going to call him and uh, confirm that, yes, indeed, I am interested and maybe he can have some more details for me. That is going to be in March of this next year. The Bench Bash for Cash is coming back. And I got an official invite, so I'm super stoked about that. It's Paulie's, right? He's inviting the guys at Bench and Pauly's. There is one stipulation where they allow the band shirts through demand at this one special event. They're not approved in the APF, but for this event, he's allowing them, but only... Only two-ply frill or band shirts.
0: And they're obviously not going to be allowed in like the actual WPO. No. Super final. Just
1: for the Bench Bash for cash, they're allowing band shirts of two-ply. That's it. There's not going to be any four or five-ply, ten-pound band shirts. It's going to be polys. And if you choose to be in a band shirt, it can only be a two-ply. I think that's pretty fair. Let's see. After you bench press, what chest accessories are you working in? I'm not really. I might go through a muscle building phase here for the next few months leading up to my meet in February. Uh, I call it Operation Get Bigger Titties.
0: Oh, do you? Because that's the official name. Yeah, it's
1: in my Patreon. (laughs) Uh, I've talked about it before. (laughs) I want to get. I I don't have big chesticles. I want to build some muscle. Truth. What's so damn funny? (laughs)
0: It just really took me by
1: surprise. Whoops. Well I <laughs> hate to tell you this. But uh oh, no. Yeah. So no. Uh right now nothing. But you will on my Patreon you will be seeing uh uh extra chest work and shoulder work because I am trying to put some muscle on. Um so yeah, not nothing right now. So hopefully here in the future. Uh, let's see. I talked to Womack. He said he's going to compete against you. Please destroy him. Show him what Team Anderson's about. Ah, cool. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Has Womack
0: competed since he did that thousand?
1: The eleven eleven.
0: 11 Oh, 11-11 is what it was? I didn't
1: know what it was. <laughs> I just um, know everyone
0: was pissed off about it. But I don't know. Has he competed since then?
1: Nope.
0: Well, hope maybe he'll get an invite to... He's not even on the top... We looked at the roster today because it was supposed to be, what, like top ten? I don't know. Of each male and female? Not a clue. But Womack was not on that
1: top yeah. ten. Yeah. Bring it on then, I guess. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Let's Dude, see. That's yeah, whatever. Let's see. Uh, why not, Jimmy, help us out, explain Combro Bale? Never heard of that one before. I have don't have a clue what you're talking about, Thomas. I'm sorry. Why
0: not?
1: I'm trying about to. About. A, a Cumberack? Bale? I don't know what that is. Big triceps is where it's at. You are correct, That Mike. That is that is very true. Um,
0: Do you think you'll need big Operation Big Titties? Is that what call
1: it? Operation Get Bigger Titties. <laughs> what about Do it? Think... Ask away. I'm an open book. What's your deal? <laughs>
0: Do you think that in these band shirts that you'll need more chest and shoulders? No. Or you're still planning on being tricep yeah, dominant? Yeah, tricep dominant. Okay.
1: I just, I just want it question. because I want it. Um,
0: Walter,
1: quit. I just want it because I want it. So, big triceps <laughs> is where it's at. You are correct. Is the Widowmaker a band shirt? Technically, no, because no. it's only a band tool. It just goes across the chest. An actual band shirt has, like the F8s is a band shirt. Uh, John Elix Vipers are band shirts. Mike Womack's bench daddy bench bullshit Shannon. bison thing is a is a band and shirt. Rich
0: Putnam has one, but I don't know what it's called.
1: The bench freak. The bench freak. It has to have a belly and it has to have Velcro closure in the back. So it that, has to be
0: one solid piece.
1: It can't just be the band across, like a slingshot type. It's not considered a band shirt. It's the same concept though, because it's made of wrap material and it stores energy by elasticity and that's how you generate the force instead of compression like a normal shirt yeah. get implants reggie says well yeah. he says hashtag mayor of titty city well yeah mayor of
0: titty city <laughs> but those implants wouldn't give you any strength
1: they would just, no it would just be aesthetic which is kind of what i'm doing anyway i just want to look better i guess <laughs> just want to make your yeah don't know why you think that's so damn funny <laughs> anyway two ply is smart two ply limit is good i agree i agree uh, I think that's I think that's fair. Um, I think for being WPO, it should just be poly-only. Originally, when Wayne talked to me at the WPO in Florida, he said it's going to be poly-only. But then because of demand, demand, demand.
0: And because you wouldn't have much competition, it would be you and Hoff showing up to bench against each other. I guess. And Lane, if he's doing better.
1: So, yeah, that's going to be fun, though. Is Womack benching with a foam roller under his back again? We don't know. I don't know. don't Womack. care. <laughs> don't know, and I, I'm not really. This is
0: probably the most I've heard Womack's name in like
1: Yeah. year. Yeah. That guy meant combo rack. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Combo rack. You said you never bench on one. Why not? Uh, because I think they're garbage. They're too rickety. The pads are too narrow, too thin, and too close to the ground.
0: And I know they're supposed to be safe. They don't feel
1: safe at all. Nope. I, I, like it
0: feels like the entire thing is just gonna bust its bolts and fall apart. I've second. I've
1: learned my lesson. I will never bench on a combo rack for the, as long as I live. They're not designed for the big lifts that I'm attempting, yeah. and for my body type, they're just the leverage is horrible. they in this modern day sport. The the combo rack pads are supposed to like represent like how they how how the benches used to be like in the past. Like, almost like a throwback or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, bench started by laying on the fucking floor. So, if that's yeah. the case, then everyone just lay down. Yeah.
1: So, no, I and, and like I said, you have so much shoulder overhang, you're just diminishing your leverage by benching on a smaller and smaller pad that's super thin. And when
0: it comes to squatting, it's just not safe. Like, everyone should use a monolift. If you want to walk it out, walk it out. But then you'll still have your safety straps there if you dump it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, combo racks can just suck it. I will not lift on one. It's just the way I am. You going to do pause benching in your training? Um, I, when I do raw, when I do my reverse grip raw, I tend to pause quite a bit because it just feels better to me to get that pause. I don't like the you know the up and down, the explosive, um, reciprocating, just you know ballistic touch and go style bench. Yeah. I like to actually pause. And then you press
0: quite a bit in your shirt work too, especially when you do. Boards. Oh yeah. You really sit down on that board. And... Yeah.
1: Jenna asks, what are your thoughts on feet flat versus heels up for benching? And how do you feel one is more powerful than the other? So I think that having them flat is going to give you the most power. If you were on a leg press and you wanted to leg press, the most weight you possibly could, you'd probably do that flat footed. You wouldn't do that with your heels off, right? So um, I think it just gives you a wider, more stable base from which to push. Um, people that tuck underneath the bench tend to be more up on the toes. But for the most part, I think you're going to generate a hell of a lot more power if you're flat. So that's just kind of my, my take on that. Now, for some reason this weekend, I don't know if it was my size or what was going on. But I could not stay flat. I actually had to come up. In a desperation to try to push my belly up and touch. Mm-hmm. I was doing anything I could. Um, you
0: were kind of up on your toes during your eleven twenty too. I was. But I think it's just because that bench is a little higher and you mm. kind of had no choice. Yeah.
1: Well. It is what it is. But yeah. That, that answers your question, Jen. I hope I answered it well. Uh, ever think of doing arm wrestling? Absolutely not. That is. I've done arm wrestling as a kid. Uh, just a little bit of like real uh, local, so, yeah. local stuff, competitive wise, and no, that that shit hurts me. I hate it. I have absolutely no interest in doing that whatsoever. No, thank you. <laughs> also, we
0: arm wrestle a lot, and I always win. So Jim just doesn't want to get embarrassed.
1: Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, a forty-five pound bar is no bueno. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna. Last time I bench with a forty-five pound bar at my last. Okay, mark me, the last time, I, I didn't learn my lesson quite yet, uh, USPA meet that I ever did, I was opening at like 9.53 on a 45-pound power bar, and that thing turned into a noodle. As soon as I got my hand off, that thing was bouncing and shaking. I was like, uh, fuck this, I'm not doing this crap anymore. I outgrew this federation a long time ago, so.
0: So if you want to arm wrestling, get you're going to get really nice boobies, you going to bodybuild? Nope. You sure?
1: That's a male beauty pageant. I want nothing to do with that. Too thin and small, I can agree with, but too low. 17 inches is normal height right now. Now, the way I, when I've measured the uh, combo rack pads, they were like 16 inches, I believe. I've seen them at 16 inches. Now, maybe the Ghost brand might be a little bit higher. Um, it's just the specs of the equipment that I hate. They're too thin, they're too narrow, and they're too low to the ground. Uh, I've seen them as low as 16 inches. I will not do that. Seventeen is fine, but even that—seventeen inches standard height—if that was still okay, the fact that the pads are so damn thin and narrow, I will never bench on whatever again. I've had too many bad things happen on a combo rack. Do you feel the high rep band work is helping? High rep band work. High re- oh, uh, maybe
0: like because you did like thousand for ten.
1: No, he's thousand
0: for three. So what? What? No, the first time you put it on.
1: He's talking about, not like band shirt, maybe like he means like my Widowmaker. I've been posting my Widowmaker videos. I
0: guess
1: high rep work in general. High rep work, yeah. Um, So I have, Reggie, what I have is, I have my supercharged RAM for the last two and a half years. And I've gotten rep PRs with 700, 800, 900, and 1,000 pounds. Um, And then once I got working with Rob, he sent me one of his double loop Widowmakers. And right now, that is my standard of my rep PRs. So I've basically taken the Widowmaker, and that thing has given me a one-rep uh, PR with 1,900 and 800 pounds right now.
0: Because you stopped at the one rep. because you just
1: Well, the 800 pounds, I could have got a couple more reps, maybe to 14 or something. But So with 800, I did 12, which is a one-rep PR. 900 went from 5 to 6, and then 1,000 went from 2 to 3.
0: Just
1: cool I was very pleased with that. Um, yeah, I think it helps. It's for me, it's more of a gauge. As long as I say, okay, oh, it's been a couple of months. Let's try seven hundred pounds for a rep PR. As long as my number goes up um, and not down, that tells me that my training is going in the right direction. If I can choose nine hundred pounds and at least at a minimum match my PR, or if not, up it by one or two reps, then again, that, that's a gauge to tell me my work capacity, and my training is going in the right direction, I'm getting stronger.
0: What's your heaviest single in the Super Ram?
1: My heaviest single in the Super Ram is 1,050.
0: Do you think you could do that in the Widowmaker?
1: I think I could do that or a little bit more, probably.
0: 11?
1: No, probably like 1060 or 1070 at most. Oh, it is just a band tool. It's a, t- a two-loop band so I'm tool. I'm just
0: excited. That I, just, I guess I'm interested, not excited, interested to see the potential
1: that that has yeah, I mean uh, we'll have to max it out one of these times, but I agree with the twelve and a half inch max width for the big boys and two inch thickness max, yes, feels even weird for me not even being that big with two fifteen yeah, I think if i mean it's not it doesn't make any sense, it's one of these things that needs to change in the sport, like the female weight classes, like everything else, you know all these changes that are happening. But it doesn't make any freaking sense to me why a hundred and thirty pound man who has a shoulder width of this, like narrow, benching on this width of pad, is the same width of pad for a guy who's four hundred pounds and it's this wide. Like, you can't even see my hands. So
0: are you saying like the heavier weight classes should have interchangeable pads? Well,
1: that's Rick. That's Rick Davis's idea with his interchangeable pad on the Edge Fitness bench. Yeah, was like the
0: one that we have. Yeah. Where, like, the edge is narrower. Yeah,
1: I think that if you're two twenty or below, a twelve inch pad is fine. I would like to see if you are 242 and up to bench on a 14-inch pad because you have so many issues. The big guys hurt their shoulders all the time because you have shoulder overhang. The idea with the Thompson Fat Pad, I'm not even talking about the thickness of it, but the width of it, the 14-inch width, so that you can have all of your shoulder width on the actual pad. If your shoulder is hanging off the pad and that weight is coming from the bar into your hand, into your arm, into your shoulder... And then nowhere, all that force is going directly into your shoulder, and then it's not being pushed into the pad. That's how you can damage your shoulders. So Do this, you
0: think the small, like if they just changed it to fourteen, that some of the people in the smaller weight classes would be impeded by no, a wider mat.
1: Everybody's lift would go up because they're so. Le- if they're, they
0: just instead of doing like small for the lower classes and wider for the bigger classes, just change it completely to fourteen inches for everybody.
1: Yeah, that'd be fine too, because I just think uh, you know everybody's lift would go up because of the increased leverage of the fourteen inch pad. So that's why when I like when I bench raw, a lot of times I use the fourteen inch pad because I'm benching raw. I want maximum protection for my shoulders. Fourteen inch pad because I don't I don't uh, compete raw. <laughs> you need a team. You have tons of guys looking up to you, representing you, in gyms all over. Something you should really consider, man. A yeah, team. a team. That's interesting. Like uh, Ryan's got his bench monster team, like family, like across the country and stuff. I mean,
0: if you guys want to join the Cold team, just look, we'll send you a shirt. Let us know. I don't know. We have T-shirts. Like, what, uh, I don't know what, what you mean. Does Ryan, do like I don't I know. Mean, what is, explain the team benefit. Yeah, you have to
1: explain that because I'm kind of just thinking like I have my team at my gym. Yeah. I've got my unleashed strength crew that I lift with relentlessly and they're always there for me. But
0: So if you guys want to get matching jackets, like okay.
1: we could do that. No. <laughs> what are your what are your goals coming up? Well, um I wanna continue breaking records and all the divisions, you know, even though the band shirts are very, 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 very popular, I'm still big on polys and polys still have their own divisions still, single ply and multiply. So I have that advantage. I'm very, very, very good in and i can continue to break records um as well as getting into the unlimited side and breaking those records too um i want success and i want records and i want to show up at these meets next year i have a small list of them in my head and just well
0: we're so busy it's
1: four or five i want to go to these meets and dominate just uh keep doing the thing i'm doing yeah Earthquake bar will build your titties. Oh, well, I guess it will, won't it? Yeah, we have one of those now, so thank you. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) Reggie's asking, where's Melonhead? Well, let's see. He He is. is
0: Sleeping. Right
1: there, sleeping. He is past the fuck out. He had a big weekend, too. (laughs) Yeah, he was with a a friend of mine, Brian, uh, and he has dogs, and I think he probably was hyper the entire time we were gone. He's been sleeping pretty much uh, this entire time.
0: picked him up, yeah.
1: Totally agree with the changes. It's outdated it's from the 70s. You are right on the money, Thomas. The sport has evolved insanely. I mean, just look at the 1,100-pound squats and benches now. Yeah. You know, I mean, at some point, you're going to have to update the equipment to keep up with people's size and strength. You know, you look at football equipment compared to the 1920s and how far that's come along. Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, even
0: the bars, like
1: yeah, bars evolve, since, equipment you know, evolves. The weights
0: get so heavy, like now you have specialty squat bars and specialty bench bars. Why not have you know specialty benches?
1: Just make it a fourteen-inch pad. Just just solve the problem right there. Make that a thing. Too much range of motion on the narrow pad costs too much delt damage. That is a, exactly it, Reggie. That's why a combo rack can shove it. Cody Plums on here. What's up, Cody? Charter member of Team Colb, Reggie says. There we go. <laughs> oh, Taylor's on here. Hi, Jim, Boob, and Katie. Hello. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. I'm Thanks getting, for
0: watching, Walter. I'm
1: scrolling. I'm trying to get to all the the questions here. Cody says he's long distance, Team Colbstrong. He is as far away as he possibly could be from yeah. us. Washington State. Yes, Cody. Even wore the shirt at my meet. I did see your message about uh, what shirt you wore during your... Awards, I appreciate that, Cody, I really do. I you got a picture
0: with Ryan
1: and Mendy wearing a Coltrane shirt? I'm sure he did, but he said when he got his awards and stuff, he was wearing one. Awesome. Yep. He did good, too. He went two for three. Cody did 6.22, 6.33, and just a very narrow miss at six. I think if they hadn't taken it from you, Cody, you could have grinded that one. It would have taken a little bit longer, but I think you had that. But I think they saw the bar stall and stop for a couple seconds and they went ahead and took it from you. I think if they would have just let you have it for longer, um, then you, would, you would have definitely done it. You could never squat dead again or do a full meet, but you can bench 1,500-pound single ply, yay or nay? Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, Not
1: even a question. Yes. 1,500 pounds in a single ply, I, I, would, I would graciously give up my ability to squat and deadlift for the rest of my life. <clears throat> Absolutely, <laughs> that's what if you an easy could one.
0: Never have Chinese food ever
1: again. That we're not going to go down that rabbit <laughs>
0: hole. So you wouldn't give up Chinese food.
1: I need my Peter Panda. All right. The team no. benefits. It's guys that lift under you. You coach them up. You tweak their stuff via videos. You give them pointers. We buy your gear. We represent your stuff in our gyms. That's an incredible idea. I mean, that's cool. I'd really have to sit down and put it on paper, yeah. and uh, really um.
0: I mean, that's kind of, you kind of do that right now. Well,
1: Just it's, it's anybody not. Anybody who reaches out. Yeah, I mean, I we sell Kolbstrom shirts. If anybody's interested or knows, we have our Etsy shop called Melon Tops because we have our dog named Walter. We call him Walter Melon and we make tops. So we call our shop uh, Melon Tops. So we go to Melon Tops. I have a Kolbstrom line of t shirts that are available. Uh, they are screen printed, uh, handmade shirts. Appreciate the support. If you want to check yeah, that out, well
0: maybe we'll just message Ryan and see how what his logistics. Uh,
1: are. I mean, there's, there's, you can do it however you want. Cause it's your own thing. Well, I just I have can to start
0: th- another Instagram account. Well, I already runs seven. No, no, no,
1: no, no. Nine. It's no. We'll, we'll, we'll work on this later. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's raw bench is at three thirty-five. I think that's gone up quite a bit since the last time you said. Awesome, Mike. So many guys have teams that have half a fraction of the success and knowledge you have or gave you said, yeah well um, I don't know we'll see uh i don't i don't I'm not big on self promotion I don't like to toot horns very often. I just like to lift heavy weights and be successful. And
0: there's also his patreon, everything that he does he puts on there for ten dollars a month, and you can ask questions and share your stuff i mean
1: yeah, if you want to support if you really want to support me um in in the best way that you can. Patreon is the way to go. It's 10 bucks a month. I'm constantly trying to grow it. Um, that is a direct way to support not only myself but us. Um, buying t-shirts yeah. is another way to do that. that. I
0: mean, the Patreon money is what pays to get to meets and yeah. feed him.
1: <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> <So. laughs> Big job.
0: It's
1: a big one. Cody says, I was poly at a band meet. Yeah. You were... You were. I saw the live feed, Cody. You did well, man. I was I was so fucking stoked for you. That was awesome. Taylor says you are welcome with a heart. Oh, yeah. uh, he was an angel besides the too friendly loving, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm, well, we uh, we do know. We do know what you mean. <laughs> Let's see. Your next raw goal, Mike, is to bench 350, 15 pounds. I think that's very easily attainable. So good on you. That's awesome. Oh, Tony's on here. Uh, Mr. Cole, will you do the WPO Bench Meet in March? Um, I just got my invite today, Tony. Yep, we uh, accepted. Wayne messaged me about it. Um, I accepted, so I will be going to the WPO Bench Bash for cash.
0: I think I... Is the address of where it's at on the invite?
1: Mm-mm. No. This, I hope
0: it's at the same hotel, because that was like the coolest hotel yeah, ever. Yeah, it just
1: says... Florida. Florida in March. Yeah, Florida in March. is. I'm sure it's TBD on location and details and stuff. Yourself. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to that. I like that it's poly, and if you want to use a band shirt, it's only a double. I think that is yeah. the way to do and it. And
0: it's male and female, so... Yeah,
1: male and female. We're, we're coming along. It's going to be very <laughs> exciting. Not even a question, he says. Yep, not even a question. I would bench... Fifteen hundred pounds in a single ply. If it required me to give up squat and deadlift, not even a question. I would do that in a heartbeat. Cody says thanks, dude. Pissed I didn't get the six forty four, but still a thirty three pound PR. I wish I could do that. Yeah, that is awesome. No, like I said, Cody, I th- I really think if they had given you an extra couple of seconds, I think you were I think you were on the grind. And, uh, I mean, compared to your first two, it was the slowest one, which obviously was the heaviest one. But, yeah, it was moving. It was moving. I think if they would have just given you an extra few seconds, you would have been able to grind that lift out and get it.
0: And your third attempt should be the hardest. I mean. You know? No. Give it all you got. your last one. If you you have the energy
1: energy to do three lifts, I normally don't. I'm good for, like, two. I'm done.
0: Like, those that are doing one, two, three, and then they're... They've still got gas in the chamber? Like, why leave it?
1: Like all the SBD kids? James. <laughs> what? I never, I never see effort. I just see him going through the motions. Anyway, I'm anyway. going. Anyway. Did Walter Mellon enjoy his birthday party? He did. He did. He did. got toys and he got uh, dog cookies. cookies. He was very happy. He
0: has one more cookie before
1: bed, but he's already sleeping. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, do you use both loops on the Widowmaker or do you tuck one in so it's single loop? Well, because I, so Rob sent me three Widowmakers, uh, two single loops and the one double. So when I bench uh, with the double, I use both loops just to get the most, if I want a bench in a single, I'll just use one of the actual singles that he sent me.
0: I didn't realize that you could just use
1: one. Yeah, you just have to take Aren't it.
0: they squared together?
1: In the middle. So you you just don't you just don't put your arms in the second loop. You tuck those in and just use the outer loop.
0: So then the arms would be a single loop, but the chest is still a double. Yeah. So what's the point? Just wear like a double,
1: right? Well, that's well, that's why if I because I have the singles, yeah, I just use those and I use the double as a double. I just, but you have the option. That's why I told Alfredo like, hey, you can have this double. If you want to use it as a single, you can. Hmm. But I just I just use both loops because. For that reason and purpose, I'm trying to get the most out of it. So I just use both loops just because. Oh, Reggie is going to sleep. He's got to put Hudson, Miss Hudson, Mr. Hudson, Miss Hudson. Her name is Pickle, for one. Okay. His daughter. His daughter. He's going to bed. Have a great night, Reggie. Good talking to you. Good to have you on here. I've been tucking one in. I couldn't imagine how much I hit with two loops down. Well, I mean, you probably hit your 600 pounds if you do both loops. So try it. I mean if you haven't tried it yet, that'd be awesome, man. Might as well. Uh, Cody, did you see Mendy tell the kid to throw his USB jacket in the trash and gave him a Mendy shirt? I did not. That's funny. I wish I had been there to see that in person. We the, watched
0: a little bit of the me just on and off.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was kinda it was very non traditional looking. It was very uh you know, Mendy's head judging and on a mic. Um guys out? are like there's like no there's obviously no time limit between lifts Guys are walking up to the bench putting their shirt on the bench with their wraps um and then like doing all their prep work and wrapping right next to the bench yeah
0: I don't think I would have liked that that would have taken twice as long
1: I, 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 it seemed Either as though the ahead. it seemed as though the bench took the longest for that not just because of that reason but. Cody says it was a mess, but it was fun. Yeah. I've always wanted to do one of Scott Mendelson's meets. From what I've been told, he just, he runs the absolute best show. He gives so much to the sport. He loves the sport. He loves the lifters. I've heard that since the since I was twelve, fourteen years old. Yeah. I just obviously he's always been in California. I know he's originally from New York. That's why oh. Shauna still lives Is there. He? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I
0: thought maybe she just moved to New York. No,
1: they're they're originally both from New York, but he moved out to California for whatever reason. Hmm. They were having a hard time counting the kilos. Yeah, the well, it's we're America, dude. Just use fucking pounds. And it
0: was I. They could have IPA used pounds
1: in Army. Yeah, I used I used those golden hundreds at my competition here at York Barbell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a fun weekend, guys. Uh, bombed out. That's a bummer. But like I said. Um, you're you're just bound to miss a have a have a bad meet once in a while. It
0: was still a great weekend though. Oh yeah, it's still had a lot of
1: fun. Cody says he makes it fun with his no fucks given personality. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's exactly it. I actually he called me when I got home from my competition yesterday, and we had a good conversation. So I, I love many to death. When I I met him for the first time at the baddest bencher meet this past March, and he did not disappoint. Uh, he was. uh Everything I thought he would be, plus some. He was super fucking cool. He was resting between... I was, I was resting on a barbell. I had my arms on a bar. And I was re- sitting there resting. And uh, he came over after his missed attempt. And he put his arms in the, on the other side of the bar, kind of resting. And he's bitching out his handoff crew. He's like, that was the worst fucking handoff I've had in my entire fucking life. And then he turned to me. He turned and looked at me. And he started laughing. And I was like... Are you being serious? Are you joking? He was sort of laughing his ass off after he said that. I thought it was just super fucking fun. So hopefully, uh, Mendy did say, he did tell me, I hope this is not true. I hope he sticks it out longer. But he did tell me that uh, he wants to do one more meet before hanging it up for good. I hope that's not true. I don't know. Um, I
0: mean, his reasoning for it were good. So I hope that he has a really good last meet and leaves on a high note.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Not uh, done
0: with powerlifting completely. He's like not gonna disappear. Well,
1: no, but he he just wants to get into the business aspect of it yeah. to not compete. So it's well, hard
0: on your body, bud.
1: It is, but so, uh, but yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I I would hope that maybe his last meet would be like the baddest bencher again because that that was a fun fucking time for everybody. I had a blast. That's true. Uh, Kingwood, Texas was awesome area. Um, so we'll see. It's not, he still wants it all. Yeah, I mean, he says he wants, he told me he wants to do one more meet and, like, like beat whoever has the record at the time, which is now Tiny with 11.25. He wants to, like, beat that and then retire for good. Yeah. Oh, and Cody had dinner with him on Saturday night. That's well, funny. you lucky son of a bitch, you? <laughs> I got to, well, I guess we went to the bar after the baddest venture. Yeah,
0: we all just kind of did our own thing. Yeah. Kind of sat in our spots and talked from across the room. Yeah, road.
1: everybody went to the bar. He was super late, though. I, as soon as we were leaving, he walked in. I was like, oh, god damn it. So, yeah. But uh, it was it was fun. It was a good night. It was a very good night. And there it is. That is the benching and bullshitting for this week. That was me going live on Instagram. I wanted to answer a bunch of questions. I like answering questions live getting some feedback live from people, interacting in any way, shape, or form that I can. So I think we basically covered everything. I'll go ahead and just kind of recap on upcoming competitions for me anyhow, at least the ones I'm considering, okay? So we've got uh, IPA meet in February, Mm -hmm. and that's where I'm going to debut Pharrell's stuff because he's been working very close with me, and I appreciate that. We've got the WPO Bench Bash for Cash, that's both for male and female. I just got my invite today, so I'm very excited for that one. I'm, I'm going to try to make that one work. I'm very excited for that. The one that everybody asks about the most often is the Baddest Bencher. The second one is called Baddest Bencher 2, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also considering that one because it was an absolute fucking blast. Mm-hmm. So that's on the radar as well.
0: Females should also be invited to I think
1: I think Tiny hinted that females are going to have a division as well. Or a uh, a flight, so that's three. Then we've got the uh, the other one was the uh, Lords of the Bench coming up uh, to be determined, but sometime in the fall where it's going to be three attempts in the bench, one attempt raw, one single ply, one unlimited Mm -hmm. combined. One RPS meet. Yep, one RPS meet. Thrown in the mix somewhere there, and we will be at the Arnold. We're gonna be at the Arnold. Not competing. I was considering doing the uh, the Last Man Standing, but really looking at it and thinking about it, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that crap. That's just. I feel like you're you're staying in your comfort zone when you do that meet. You're not. It's not biggest bench wins. It's who can do the most singles and progressively heavier weights. It doesn't well, make sense.
0: You would have to wear like a bench tool or a widow maker not a
1: shirt i would just get a single ply pharrell from anderson or something just do that yeah, yeah. even just to use for that meat and give it right back to him like grab one from the table and that's just that's true I, i'd probably have to experiment with it a few weeks before but i'd have to because or i would, maybe if i can break in that f6 to the point where i oh, could touch yeah, that's
0: true. well because it's just that's just not like 600 pounds i know it sounds dumb but like that's not enough
1: weight to touch for you. No, I could make it work with something really loosey-goosey. Yeah. But I was just really thinking about that meat and I'm like, nah, cr- nah, fuck that. I, don't wanna, I got better things to worry about than the last man standing meat. No, sir. We're going to the Arnold to have fun and uh, visit family and work the booth with Kevin Pittman, with Anderson Powerlifting, and also, and also, Arnold tradition, go to the Mongolian barbecue <laughs> buffet right across the street. Oh my good fucking grief! Can't forget that. Nope. Every time we go to Columbus, which is ironically once a once year a now year. <laughs> with the Arnold, uh, we go to the Mongolian barbecue buffet and I eat till you have to roll me out the door and get a fucking wheelchair. That's gross. So, <laughs> so. Anyhow, that's that's kind of the rundown for me. That's twenty twenty two in a in a nutshell. If anything else happens between now and then, uh, I did get an invite to a relentless barbell. Fundraising, yeah, meet. fundraising meet uh, i don't think the timing is going to work out for me unfortunately it's a good cause but um we're
0: still tentative
1: yeah. tentative on that so anyhow guys that is benching and bullshitting for the week i want you all to have a good rest of your week look forward to the interview we got coming up on thursday if it slips my mind who it is but it's going to be a good one uh, another young athlete telling their story So please have a good rest of your night. Have a good rest of your week. We'll catch you next week for another Benching and Bullshitting on the Culp Strong Power Podcast.